0: Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Let us uh, begin with our theme of Scripture. Uh, and then we can, for a moment, uh, recall what we began talking about last week and kind of bring it to this week. Mm-hmm. Ephesians, chapter four, uh, mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 5. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 5. what does it say one, one lord, lord. one man, faith one baptism. baptism so we we learned last time that there is one lord uh-huh. yes. one lord we we got the understanding that uh there's not three lords there's not three gods i was in uh coming from downtown berg all day and i think everybody's trying to get this understanding of the uh Christ- Tyrion church right beside the uh, courthouse. The pastor's sermon this Sunday is gonna be three gods or one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody's everybody must be kind of tuning into this because his that's his sermon this Sunday. Is it three gods mm-hmm. or one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said that's gonna be interesting. I might go to his church Sunday. Yeah. But but It's my Lord, and Mm -hmm. we understand that because, you know, sometimes it's presented in a way that can confuse people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there's one Lord, one Lord, Mm -hmm. one Lord, and we understand that the Lord told Israel that in Deuteronomy, here here is the Lord our, our God is one Lord. Mm -hmm. And that has not changed. He said in the beginning, I am God and besides me there is none other. Mm -hmm. And that did not change because of situations. That did not change because of year. That did not change because of anything. Mm -hmm. I am God and besides me there is none other. Mm -hmm. So one Lord. But then we get in tonight into one faith Uh Mm -hmm. and we try to get an understanding of what Paul is talking about here to Ephesus. There is one true faith Mm -hmm. and that is the Christian faith. That is the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. We can't label it to any a particular group there's only one true faith and that is the Christian faith Amen. that Christian faith is founded upon Jesus Christ Amen. if anybody comes up with any other uh, philosophy or theology and it's not traced back to Jesus Christ it's not the Christian faith and there are plenty of them out here. But the Christian faith is rooted and founded and generated upon Jesus Christ. Say there's one faith. One One faith. faith. One faith. One One faith. faith. Now, in the church world, it is presented that we have the Methodist faith, we have the so-and-so faith. We have uh, Episcopalian faith. But the honest truth is there's only one faith. And that is the Christian faith. The Christian faith. That's the only faith that we're supposed to be living in and believing in and that's the Christian faith because that's the only faith that was ever given to us by Jesus Christ the Christian faith we believe in him and we believe and practice his teachings that's why I said it came from Jesus Christ because throughout this Bible The the Beatitudes, the uh, Sermon on the Mount, the the different teachings and what have you of Christ. All of that is a part of the teachings and make up the Christian faith. Our do's and don'ts were taught to us from Jesus Christ. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's a part of the Christian faith. But who taught us that? Jesus Christ. If thy brother offend thee, go to that brother. That's a part of the Christian faith. But who taught us that? Jesus Christ. It starts with Jesus Christ. He is the author of Of the Christian faith. Everything that we as Christians believe in concerning God. Everything we believe in as far as our teaching. Should stem from the teachings of Jesus Christ. Do you remember he said I am the way. Mm -hmm. I am the way. If you want to find out what to believe. Mm -hmm. If you want to find out how to live. If you want to find out what to do. I am the way. Mm-hmm. There's there's no other way to follow. I am the way. Mm-hmm. I am the truth. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of a, a lot of uh, other ways and a whole lot of other uh, 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 gods and so forth out there. But if you want to know how to live and you want to know the way to be. Starts with me. Mm-hmm. I am the way. Yes. I am the truth. I am the life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Starts with Jesus Christ. Right. For example, he taught and practiced love. He taught and practiced love. Uh-huh. He taught on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He taught on baptism. He worked miracles. Mm. So, the whole Christian faith is centered around Jesus. Not what's on the, the sign outside. It's centered around Jesus. It's centered around Jesus. Go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Hallelujah. It begins and ends with Jesus Christ. Begins and ends with Jesus Christ. What does it say, dear saints? Looking unto who? Jesus. The author. He's the what? Author. And what? Finisher. Of what? Our faith. Okay. Looking unto Jesus. Who's the author? Author means he writes, he wrote it. Yeah. Right. He's the beginner of it. And the finisher. It -hmm. can't be added to, and it can't be taken away. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. So the Christian faith, this one faith that Paul is talking about, starts with Jesus Christ It ends with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We believe, I believe, you said, I believe God to heal me. Okay, well you got to start with Jesus Christ. He's the healer. He said, I'm the great physician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't, I'm having trouble understanding what I'm supposed to do about this situation. Start with Jesus Christ. You have a problem with forgiveness, point back to Jesus Christ. He'll tell you exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. 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 I'm having problems uh, uh, with but whatever, find some. I guarantee you, Jesus has laid it out for you if you look. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody said, well, I don't see it exactly spelled out in what he said mm-hmm. in rain. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's fine. Let's go down a little bit in our handout. The Apostles wrote many of the books of the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Now, it's important to note that they walked the earth with Jesus. Mm -hmm. They were taught and trained with Jesus, by Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thusly, what they taught was in direct correlation and in harmony with what he taught them. Mm -hmm. You don't get no closer than walking with the man. That's right. They were his pupils. They were his students. When he got up down that mountain and prayed, and then he picked those 12 out. One of them we know betrayed Mm him. But when he picked them out, and said, okay, these, these men, everything that I know, and everything that I want the world to know, everything I want the church to know, I'm going to put it in them. Thusly, mm-hmm. when we read the books, 1st Corinthians, 2nd Corinthians, so forth and so on, now Paul was not there, mm-hmm. but Paul was in the school. He learned mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. Paul had revelations from God, from Jesus. You remember Paul was on the road to Damascus. And saw Jesus right there. But the apostles, you have Peter, James, all those that you see in the New Testament writing. What were they writing? They were writing from what they had been taught and trained by the man himself. Now we ain't got more sense than they do. Because they were right there and what were they there learning the Christian faith they were learning the Christian faith somebody said Christian faith Christian Christian faith faith. so when you see things like turn to Acts chapter 2 verse 41 one faith. Then they that gladly received, this is, this is on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. Okay. And they continued steadfastly in what? The, the apostles' doctrine. Okay. And fellowship and in breaking bread. Now, somebody said, now why? What, what was the apostles' doctrine? What? It was the apostles' teachings. Now, where did they get their teachings from? Jesus. Because who were they with? Jesus. 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 They were with Jesus. They didn't open up an encyclopedia and go to teaching. Mm -hmm. Right? He taught them and trained them Mm -hmm. everything they needed to know Mm -hmm. and everything that needed to be told within the body. Mm -hmm. He put it in those men. Why? Because he knew we were coming. So, on the day of Pentecost, Bible says after the Holy Ghost came, so forth and so on, the church kept on going in the Apostles' Doctrine. Mm -hmm. That teaching, the Christian faith, began to be in action. Somebody say one faith. One One faith. faith. Keep in mind that the apostles learned everything they knew from Jesus Christ himself. So, when that verse says they continue steadfastly in the apostle doctrine, they continue steadfastly in what Jesus taught the apostles and the apostles taught the people. Mm. It's not a different faith. It's only the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Now, the Bible never speaks of faiths, with an S. Uh Never speaks of faiths. Uh -uh. It always speaks of the faith. Have you noticed that? Never speaks of faiths. That's what we have today. Faiths. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have faiths now. The Bible only spoke of the faith. Singular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which lets me know somebody got off somewhere. man who always thinks they know more than God came along after the faith was presented and started creating little faiths and it has been passed down from generation Mm. to generation to generation go to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. Somebody say, one faith. One faith. faith. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men. Mm -hmm. See, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. There started being a lot of wind of doctrines. Mm -hmm. After Christ left, and then you had Mm -hmm. a a period of time where certain rulers said, ah, well, we we don't like that one Lord stuff. Uh Mm -hmm think there were three mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so here we go they took off with that mm-hmm. and then oh. you within that group well you go ahead with your three gods but I think there were two gods mm-hmm. then he split off from that group and here we got two gods in this faith uh-huh. okay Now we got about four, two, three different faiths. Now still claiming to be part of this faith, but they're not Uh because they're not in this book. Right? Have you ever? I believe that's a question. Have you ever questioned yourself? Why do some churches? Do certain things and some don't. But yet we all say we in the same Christian faith. We all go by the same book, correct? Amen. Amen. You want to know why? Because of this word right here. Faiths. This one, believe this one, that. That one, believe that. That one, believe that. This one don't want drums. That one don't think you should have pianos. That one don't think you should be baptized. Uh That one wants you to be sprinkled. Uh This one wants you to be immersed. That one don't want miracles. Uh All of this, believe, believe, believe. I don't believe this, I do believe that. I do believe this. I don't believe that. Belief is faith. All of this has created a bunch of faiths. Mm-hmm. But there's only really one. one faith. Am I right? That's right. There's only one faith. Now, somebody got off, and we've been off. And nobody has taken the time to sit down and say, wait a minute. Is this right? Or are we just doing this because this is what we've been doing? Mm -hmm. I want to be in the Christian faith. I want to be in the teachings of Jesus Christ. Just what he said. That's what I want now, huh? Yes. -hmm. Ephesians 2 and 19. Remember we was talking about the apostles got their their grounding and their teachings Mm -hmm. from Jesus Christ. Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Let's read verse 20 together. And And are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, who Jesus Christ himself be the chief cornerstone. Okay, so we are built. Our faith, our everything we stand on is built upon the foundation of who? The apostles and prophets. But who's the chief cornerstone? Jesus Christ. That's because that's where it came from. Uh-huh. It all starts and ends with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The rest of these scriptures you can read because I want to move on. But read those. It all works together. It starts with Jesus Christ. Now. There's one last scripture right here in Ephesians I want to I want to go to because this is ultimately what the Lord wants. Ephesians chapter four, verse ten. He does not want all of these faiths. That's not the Lord is one Lord. He doesn't. He does not want division. Right. It was never His will for us. To be believing 10,000 different things. We say we believe God, let's believe God, and let's believe the same thing. Let's be with one accord. How did the day of Pentecost happen? Because they were together on one accord. Everything God does is in unity. So, He does not want us to have all these different faiths. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10 he that descended is the same also that descended, ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. I'm just talking about Jesus Christ, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. What was the purpose? of him giving us apostles, so forth and so on. Verse 13. Let's read it together. Till we all come into the unity... of Okay. Till we come into the unity of the faith. So, all these apostles and things running around, pastors and teachers and evangelists, holding conferences, Their whole purpose is not to get get you money quick. Their purpose is to get the Word of God in you so that we can all come into the unity of the faith. Because we are so divided. We're worse than the Republicans and Democrats. Till we all come into the unity of the faith. Do you read that? The unity of the faith. There's only one faith. Yeah. It's right there. It's only one faith. And the only faith that we have is the one that's recorded. Everything that was taught by Jesus Christ and his apostles. Because we just read that our foundation is the apostles. And Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. Amen. One Lord, one faith. Now, Paul addressed one last thing in this verse. One baptism. Somebody say baptism. 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 Paul states one baptism. The meaning of this word in its original text is to dip. It is immersion, submersion. Christian baptism. Paul makes it clear that there is one baptism. Now, this is not saying you can't be baptized more than one time. I had, I got baptized five times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, what he's saying is, because of Jesus Christ, It's no longer necessary to have a John's baptism as you see in the scripture. I believe uh, that scripture is is there. Acts chapter 19 verse 4. I'll read that for you. In the Bible, you see some of them. They had the John's baptism which was unto repentance. Acts chapter 19 verse number 4. Then said Paul, John Verley Baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Paul said there's no need for a a John's baptism Mm -hmm. and then you get baptized, you know, for the Lord. There's only one baptism you need. Because of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's only one you need. Only one that you need and it has a purpose. Now, baptism without a doubt has a pur- important part and is a part of the plan of salvation. Mm-hmm. Now, many have debated back and forth, oh no, you know, whether you do or don't, it doesn't matter. Not so. Mm-hmm. It matters. It matters. If Jesus went and got baptized, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what makes us think we don't need to be baptized? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is an important part of salvation. And we need to tell people when we are talking to them, honey, you need you need to be baptized. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of uh, charismatic churches, a lot of people that, you know, all they want is the unknown. And they want all of that which is good. And they want all of these things. Mm -hmm. And they want the prosperity of the Lord. And they want you to fall out. Mm -hmm. And all of that is fine. But they never talk about the basics. Mm -hmm. Never talk about the basics. Let's talk about, first of all, daughter, son, have you repented? daughter, son, have you ever been baptized? The money is going to come. The anointing will come. Let's talk about the basics. Because Mark chapter 16 verse 15 We can't skip over the basic part of salvation and jump right to You know, getting a new car and a new house every Sunday. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said unto him, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. This is Jesus talking to every creature. He that believeth and what? Is baptized. baptized." Jesus said that. That's right. He that believeth Mm -hmm. and is baptized Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shall be saved. How are you gonna debate the Lord? There's no way to debate that. So, away with that theology or philosophy. You don't have to be, it's just a you know an outward thing if you do it, you do, you know. No. You need to go get in the water. Yeah. John chapter 3, verse. One through five, I sum it up. Jesus talks about to Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, Nicodemus came to him by night. Mm-hmm. Somebody read that scripture, John chapter three. I believe it's around verse three. Remember, Nicodemus said, "What can I do uh, to inherit the kingdom?" And Jesus told him what to do. What does verse three say? Jesus answered and said unto him. Mm-hmm. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, mm-hmm. Except a man be born again, uh-huh. he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay. What verse, what's next verse? Nicodemus said unto him, mm-hmm. How can a man be born when he is old? Uh-huh. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Uh-huh. Jesus answered, This is what you do. Verily, verily, Mm -hmm. I said to thee, Mm -hmm. except a man be born of water. Okay. Born of water. Mm -hmm. Come out of water. A baby, when it's born, it comes out. Mm -hmm. You got to come out of water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Born of water. Baptism. Is not so much about adding you to the church as it is adding you to the kingdom. Uh Mm -hmm. And see, that's another twisted thing. We've always said, oh, I don't want to be baptized. I want to join the church. You ain't got to join the church. I want you added to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's true. That's right. uh, Because this ain't got nothing to do with church membership. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We made it about church membership. Yeah. God didn't make it about church membership. He was talking about the kingdom. Uh-huh. right? Born of the water. Mm-hmm. Now, baptism is in fact symbolic. Yes it is. But, we should not say, it's just a symbol. I can't stand when people say that. It's just a symbol. No, it's not just a symbol. It is meaningful. Something happens. Are you saying that when Jesus Christ got on the cross and died for you, that was just a symbol? No. no. Because if you go to Romans chapter 6. Begin in verse 3, Paul likens baptism to Jesus' dying. Mm -hmm. So you gonna tell me it's just a symbol, just like Jesus dying and being buried and rising was just a symbol? Mm -hmm. No, something happened. We got redeemed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. We got redeemed yes. when that happened. It's not just a symbol now. Mm-mm. Something happens when you repent and you go down in water. Something happens. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's why the Lord puts so much emphasis. Mm-hmm. You need to be baptized. It's not just a bath. Mm-hmm. You can take a bath at home. Mm-hmm. But when you step into the waters of baptism, mm-hmm. Paul, in Romans chapter 6, verse 3, you can read it at home or read it now. It talks about we are buried with him Uh in baptism. And then when we come up out of the water, we walk in the newness of life. When you you get down in that water, your death to yourself, your repentance, is just like him dying then when you go under the water you're being buried like he was buried Uh when you come up like he came up you come up walking in the newness of life it's not just a symbol it's something that happens yes Yes. Yes. Yes, it is Mm -hmm. now that's why we don't do this here we don't sprinkle That's not. That's not Mm scriptural. We don't sprinkle. Jesus wasn't sprinkled. No, no. no. Jesus was not sprinkled. Mm -hmm. Baptism means immersion. To be submerged. To be fully immersed. Jesus Christ was immersed. If you read Mark chapter one verse Mm ten, it says. And straightway coming up out of the water. Now, how was Jesus straightway coming up out of the water if he was sprinkled? No, They could have done that on the side. Straightway coming out of the water. Acts chapter 8, verse 38. See what I, what I mean by a lot of times people in these, when when we get away from this faith right here. You start creating these other little faiths, Uh things get passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation. generation, And we just do things, and we don't question, is it even right? Could be just as off as day and night. Acts chapter 8, verse 38 the apostles here performing a baptism and he commanded the chariot to be still and they went down both into the water. Went down into the water. So that's that argument. Okay. Now we're going to finish this up here with this point. Now When Jesus had risen, Mm -hmm. go to Matthew chapter 28. When Jesus had risen, Mm -hmm. now the eleven disciples were there when he was there talking to them. He was there talking to them and he was giving them what we call we call it the Great Commission. Uh Mm -hmm. These were instructions. Okay? This is what he wanted them to do because he was getting ready to go. He couldn't do no no work in the earth anymore. So he was giving them commission what he wanted them to do in the earth mm-hmm. all right the eleven disciples were there they were standing right there mm-hmm. when he gave commission what was the commission matthew 28 verse 19 mm-hmm. go ye therefore and teach all nations Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now, these were words he was giving them for them to do, Mm -hmm. not recite. It was an action. This is what I want you to do. Just like verse 20 said, teaching them. That's the words you need. That's something you do. Yeah. Teaching them. Okay, now. Here's what's important. He said, when you get them to the water, I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, there's one important word in there that stands out that makes the world of a difference. What does that say? Name. That changes it from being something that I want you to recite versus something I want you to actually do. Mm -hmm. Because if I want you to recite it, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to be telling you this is different. But I'm telling you do this with this name. And you know what they did? That's what they did. Acts chapter 2. Let's look at verse 37. This was the day of Pentecost. The day of Pentecost is when the Holy Ghost actually came and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. Now, the Holy Ghost came and tore up the place. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what to do. I mean, they were just messed all up. Mm -hmm. Everybody, not just the disciples, everybody, the crowd, the Bible says in this verse, these verse preceding, the crowd was just messed up. The Holy Ghost came and wrecked the place, mm-hmm. and so they were just standing around, and they said, "Men and brethren, they were talking mm-hmm. to the apostles. What do we do? Because let me tell you, when you have had an encounter with God, mm-hmm. you want to know what I do to get right. Yeah, mm-hmm. sinners, when they come in among saints and feel the presence of God." They should feel so in a way. They want to wonder what, what, what I need to do to be saved. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where they were in this, in this day. They want, what do we need to do to get right? We want, we want to get right now. We, we want some of that, that we just seen. Yeah. Peter. Now remember, Peter was there, when the Great Commission was given, mm-hmm. Peter was also. The one that Jesus said, you have the keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Peter was like the right hand man. Uh-huh. Peter was the one Jesus said, upon this rock, uh-huh. I will build my church. So if there was anybody that was really authorized to speak, mm-hmm. it was Peter. When Jesus went to heal somebody, and he didn't want anybody else in the room, Peter was there. Yeah. Remember that lady was sick? He cleared the room. Peter was up in that room with Jesus. So, when they asked the question, this is what Peter said. In verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, this is what you need to do. Repent. Okay? Now, before we go dumping people in the pool, they need to repent. They need to repent. Because that's the death, right? That's the death to themselves. That's the death to their old way of thinking. Okay? I got five minutes, six, eight minutes. They need to repent. Mm -hmm. Repent. This is what he said. And be baptized, every one of you. Wait a minute. This is getting ready to sound familiar. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Now, that sounds awfully like Matthew 28 and 19. Did he not just say what Jesus said, but he gave you the name? Mm-hmm. Jesus said baptizing them this is what I want you to do baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Hope. Peter said that's what you need to do brothers. Be baptized and this is the name. This is the name. We know the name. Jesus Christ. We don't we don't recite his title we call his name because at the mention of my name, every knee is yeah. Yeah. And from then on, not only did Peter just held him, but as a part of the Christian faith, every baptism was performed in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at Acts chapter 8 verse 12. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women now read verse go down to verse 15. Who then they were come down, pray for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Somebody, let's read verse 16 together. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized. How? Okay, Acts chapter 10, verse 47. Can any man forbid water that there should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Let's read 48. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. They prayed they him to tarry certain days. Acts chapter 19. I just want to see, show you in the Christian faith which has been founded upon the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. This is the model baptism. Acts chapter 19 verse 4. Then said Paul John, very baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Verse 5. Let's read it. When, when they, they heard this, they were baptized, baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. And I just want to read number first 6 because it stirs me up. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them mm-hmm. and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Mm-hmm. I read that last night and got uh-huh. mm-hmm. Acts chapter 22 verse 16. <clears throat> and now why tarest thou arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins? You see there's a, a uh, a relationship between baptism and the washing away of sin. Mm-hmm. And be baptized and wash away of our sins. How? Call. Calling on the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You got to call His name mm-hmm. yes. in baptism. Yes. Not His title. We know He's the Son, but you got to call His name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Acts 4 and 12 say, neither is there salvation in any other. For there's no other name mm-hmm. given among men whereby we can be saved. When you get in trouble, mm-hmm. when something getting ready to happen, let me ask you. Do you say, Oh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost? No. no. First of all, you can't get that out. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because that's where the power that's is. Right. That's right. One Lord. One faith. One baptism.